What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages? Welcome to tonight's episode of the Running Gun Podcast. Oh, man. Uh, what's up, folks? You know, oh, snap. That's ace. That's right. I flipped my camera, so it looks better. No, you're J Peeps, and I'm ace. You're pointing the yeah. wrong way. I just said that's ace. I'm J But you're pointing the wrong way. I know, because I didn't realize I flipped my camera around. So, like, the way, huh. the way this is set up. Man, you know, man, look. Old person having tech issues, guys. Don't worry about them. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> anyway, yeah, welcome to another episode of the Running Gun Podcast. Our last month without football. We are in July. We've got summer week going on in basketball. Free agency for NHL and NBA. MLBs in the All-Star Weekend coming up. Yes. And you have NFL training camp starting in two weeks, I believe. Yes, at the end of the month. And also, too, before we do get to MLB All-Star Weekend, we have a battle between two of the best teams with the best records in baseball this weekend coming up. So it's a lot of good stuff happening. A whole lot of good stuff happening. So as you know, we're going to talk about all of it. We're going to discuss it. We're also going to talk about which Hall of Famer will be honored this coming Pro Football Hall of Fame weekend in a couple, well, next month. Um, also going to talk about a new streaming network that just dropped. That's exciting. If you haven't already, go ahead and go pay your money because it's definitely worth every penny. Um, but yeah, before we get started and roll the intro, Ace, you got anything? Yeah, be your friend, tell a friend, like, share, subscribe. Um... Be sure to check out last week's episode. It was a pretty good. Um, you know, we had Ruben Jackpot Jackson in. Great story. So, yeah, I know. Let's go get it with this last week of football. Last month without football, not last week. We got basketball. No. Kind of. I was the last week. But, yes. Run it. First things first, we can go ahead and show off our It's official. Now you can really see like the like the new background art and how it really unfolds. Seen it before, but like everybody. It's a little too much, I find. I think I think we got a little too much going on. Oh, for the love of crime! This looks good. This looks good. I'm just trolling. Don't don't bother me too much. I'm I'm just messing fun, making fun of him. You know how it goes. That's true. That's true. But uh, yeah, you know what? Let's get right into it. So, a um, couple things, you know, like 
like he's already stated, and like the title of the episode already states, we are in the last month without football, finally. So it's been a long time coming. It's about time. Thank God. That also means, too, we're nine weeks out from the Orange Blossom Classic. A full quarter, essentially. You know, nine weeks, it feels like forever, but, you know, it's like a school quarter. It actually really is. And it's it's going to be here before you know it. Before, like, less time than that, it's going to be conference media days, probably, what, here towards the end of the month? And then after that, it's just, you know, diving right into fall camp and just the grind of that. And then from there, it's just, you know, football time. It's time to strap it up. Well, a week before this game, it'll be time to strap it up. So technically, we're eight weeks away from the actual season, but like nine weeks away from week one. But, yeah, no, it's going to be fun. Very got a comment. How many home games you going to, Jay Peeps? Honestly, for me, homecoming. That, that's it. I was actually discussing this last night with a couple of family friends. I think it's going to just be homecoming this year, honestly, because of work schedules, class schedules, and everything. I, I wanted to go to the Alabama State game, but it's just it's not going to happen. Uh, oh wow, Ace, he, he, he disconnected, but um. Let me let me keep going. Um, but yeah, no, nah, I think it's yeah, work and class schedules just doesn't approximate. Um, now I will say if if FAMU is able to pull off the victory in Miami, I will definitely be at the USF game. Definitely. Cause I, I'm a firm believer that I think momentum will build if FAMU gets past Jackson State, if and when. Hopefully, I think Bambi has a shot at definitely carrying that momentum and beating beating USF. Does that mean I'm going to put my money on Bambi to win the game? No, but it gives me more confidence. So we'll likely both be at the USF game. Yeah, probably, I'm, I'm going to head over to that game. You know, we got to check out the new coach, too, for USF and be a total hater, even if we weren't high on it when it first happened but you know we'll check out famu usf but i probably won't go in the student section i'm gonna just we're gonna just go hang out somewhere random in the stadium well i mean i'm gonna find out where the band's sitting and then i'm gonna sit in the 39 i'm gonna gonna find where the band's sitting and sit on the far side well probably for the famu band i'll go find where the famu band's sitting the margin 100 angle and nowhere near the usf band I was going to say, you've never actually sat near the 100, have you? No. But I will go listen for the 100. I ain't going for USF band. Oh, of course. That's what everyone's going for. Yeah. I was. Yeah. You, you need to. I think everyone deserves it at least one time to really like sit right next to the 100. Like you, you don't realize how, how loud it gets until you really sit right there on them. Trust me, I've done it a time or two. So it'll be a good little baptism by fire for Ace. But the other thing too is, is um, hmm? no, my Wi-Fi is acting up. Oh, you're good, man. You're good. Um, but yeah, the other thing too is, uh, so I was listening in on the town hall meeting, and this is actually quite interesting. When this is when Ace actually had called me last week, 
I'm listening in on the town hall meeting that AD Tiffany Sykes had, and she mentioned, you know, honoring Ken Riley at the Pro Football Hall of Fame with the parade float and everything such as that, tossing out footballs and everything. Her and President Robinson would both be taking part in that. So that was actually interesting to hear as well. I mean, I and a lot of the questions that were asked too were rather interesting. I wanted to ask my question, but I guess I got my question in too late, so it wasn't taken. Because my question was, you know, how do you develop a nutrition station or something like that that is one that rivals the one across the street at Florida State? It doesn't have to be exactly down to the T like it, but it needs you need something just for athletes only. You need an upgrade. Yes. Yes. Now, you know, you got to also remember, this is going to be 80, 80 Sykes first uh, football season. Yes, first full football season. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be interested with that. The thing I am but, happy- yeah, they, they need to like get that food only for like the players so they can get better nutrition because nutrition goes into performance, health, and all the goodies. So Education purposes as well, too. Mm-hmm. It's vital. But yeah, so it was interesting that she that well that question didn't get answered. That that was just like I just wanted to hear what she had to say about it. But I did like what she how she planned to honor Ken Riley at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I even said it too on Twitter, like the day of the meeting, somehow, some way in that field house behind a a glass. You need to get both Bob Bob Hayes, like a replica of them, not the exact ones, because the exact ones go to the family, of course. But you need hmm. to get the like a replica of both Hall of Fame jackets and have them hung up in the field house. Somehow, some way. You need to get one for the field house. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, you know, just for like memento, but also to show, yep. hey, you know. This this is a good um God I'm from the word now. This is a good oh boy, Ryan's just oof. um no, it's like a good tradition that you have an program going on throughout. Yeah. Where you have NFL Hall of Famers and then that also boosts morale when you're playing a game, you're like, hey, like a, a recruit comes in, you're like, Oh wow, you got a Hall of Fame jacket in there, you know? Exactly. Cause like then yeah, think about it. How many I mean, give or take, you know, you have a lot of HBCs that have had Hall of Famers, and rightfully so. But how many actually have replica Hall of Fame jackets sitting in their, you know, players' lounges or right there when you walk in the front door of a facility? How many? Think about it. Uh, you know... It's a good point, and you know that that those these kind of things with between the field house and not the field house, but like for the food for the players, and then having like a jacket, a replica of it, it goes has other impacts beyond just performance in the games. Like it has a trickle down effect of the actual program itself. Facts, facts, um, and then. There's something that tickled my fancy last night. <laughs> I think it, it it got to everybody. Someone posed this question. Actually, no, you know what? Let me reword it a little bit before I put it up. Here we go. 
Someone ask this. No. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you have literally dog, like there, there, there's guys. There's multiples. There are multiple. Mm-hmm. And see, the funny thing about it is, is we're literally, I mean, give or take, it is the 4th of July, but we're also remembering a guy like Steve McNair on the 4th of July who lost his life back in 2009 for reasons we won't specify on this episode. But to say this, come on now. I mean, he's not in HBCU right now, anyway. I mean, yeah, he's not. He's not anymore. But it's like, come on, in two years, come on. What Steve McNair did? No, the passing yards Steve McNair put up in the time that he played, and then to actually be a Heisman finalist, and then to be, a, like a like, taken top. When, as what was it? I can't remember that far back which draft class it was, but taken in what as the best QB in his draft class by the Houston Oilers at the time, now the Tennessee Titans, and then just to come within literally an inch of winning a Super Bowl. Come on! And then not only that, you go back to Doug Williams, who also should have been a Heisman candidate. Mm-hmm. From Grandma. Like it, it's just a simple no. Thank you. It, it doesn't need no. I don't. I don't need to have a soliloquy or a monologue or any debate on this. It's it's two letters N and O. It really is, and I, this is why I'm just now give or take. I'm not knocking him. He's a great player, but. Mm-mm. You can, you can always go like the meme. Hell no. To the no, no, no. <laughs> see, you should see. Here's the thing. You shouldn't have even said anything. You should have put the face up behind you. Oh. With that. I, I should have. I really should have. I, I slack in brain's halfway, like half asleep right now. It's all good. Give man. me a second. There we go. Yeah, see, there we go. Wait, now, now slide, slide to the right or to the left a little bit. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That see now that's that's what we wanted to see. But um but yeah, so another news too as well too as far as like HBCU news goes and whatnot. So Bethune and Jackson Bethune will be playing in Jacksonville once again, but this year it'll be against Southern. And the thing about it is is the athletic department they say, you know. Outside factors have no role being played in this, but this game is actually going to be played during the same week as Bike Week in Daytona. Which, if you if you know or if you've been to Volusia County, Bike Week's a pretty big deal. It's very crowded. It's very hectic. It's the reason why Bethune played Jackson State in Jacksonville last year, along with other reasons. So, I mean, it makes sense. This is a good move. Um, I'm looking for people Say again. I said chalk up a win for Southern. I'm just kidding. Probably, it, it might not be, but like, dude, honestly, mm. <laughs> honestly? I don't want to be mean or anything, but like, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on now, right? We 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 kind of know that 
I, I love that I love that you're trying to be generous. I'm just gonna be real. I I definitely feel like Southern is going to see there's either gonna be Southern or Prairie View coming out of the Swag West. Bethune is not even, in my opinion, right now, one of the top three teams in the Swag East. Probably not even top four. I definitely think Southern is gonna win this. Will they win to the extent Jackson State did last year? I doubt that. But it's a neutral site too, so there's no like home field. You know, just hop on I ten, go straight across. Yeah, no, literally, literally, it's like a hour ride. Don't sleep on Alcorn. Yeah, no, that's one team you can't sleep on either. That's they're they're they are a team you can't sleep on. It's um, even though they went what five and six last year, it's a team that you have to kind of keep an eye on because Fred McNair. I've been burned by Alcorn. I don't come back to them easy. Remember first first year first year I was here I got burned by Alcorn week one week zero in the Miax whack. Yes, yes, I remember that. I remember that. I forget who were they playing. Who were they playing? That's a good question. I don't remember. And then. And then I picked against them. I had AR Pine Buff, and then they went back and beat them. And I was like, really? I remember that one now. I remember that was a Thursday night game. But yeah, they were up. Pine Buff was up so much, and they blew, and I was just. I know. I I, I couldn't win without Corn. (laughs) So here's the thing. Yeah, I think think all Corn's going to have Central. Define Central. You're talking about NC Central? Or I think he's talking about NC Central. But um yeah, no, he's right though. Alcorn's a team you can't really count out, honestly. A lot of people are giving them love. I think, like I said earlier, they can get hot at any moment. So they're gonna have a say NCC. Yeah, that's honestly that's my pick to win the MEAC this year, honestly. Uh, I think Davies Richards, talented quarterback. Um, you know, they're making a few adjustments along the offensive line, but I don't see anybody really in the MIAC that can stop them. I think Buddy Pugh's team is going to be decent, but I don't think they're going to be good enough to beat NC Central. I don't think Howard's going to be good enough. I don't – Delaware State, I just – I never have faith in them. I don't care how good they get. Um, Norfolk State, No. So yeah, it, it's definitely it's, it's it's North Carolina Central's to lose. Me, Mex Mex going through a rough time right now. Like you know, a lot of teams jump ship the last two years. Like that's in true. A rough spot. That's true, and yet somehow they still keep winning these celebration bowls. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. It, it's insane, but you're like, mm, maybe they're just tougher built. Never know. Honestly, they are. They win the trenches every time, every single time. They just, they just whip whoever comes out of the swag. Which the last few times it's been Jackson State. They whoop them in the trenches. Yeah, they, South Carolina State. Like they got some dogs in that team. Yeah, I know. That's that's the other one. That's the other game too. You know, week zero. Even though, like I said, we're eight, we're eight weeks away from that in Atlanta. South Carolina State wins the line of scrimmage, dude. It's it's gonna be a pretty easy win for South Carolina State. 
over Jackson if they can control the line of scrimmage, which at this moment right now, I'm confident they will. What up, Will? Played us, yeah. Yeah, no, that's the other one, too. I I have a feeling, too, with Fambi's offensive additions on the line. Oh, whoops. <laughs> you just do it. You just, you just handle the comments, okay? But yeah. All right, I'll deal. I'll deal with the comments. I have the power of the comment section in the palm of my hand. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm like you. Well, honestly, they haven't they haven't played Bammy's off news new and improved offensive line. So it's like whatever Buddy Pugh does, I'm adding that to the scouting report because you got to get physical with them and win in the trenches. Mm-hmm. You whip them in the trenches. You got a chance to win. I don't think last year's team would have beaten. Nah. Yeah, honestly. Because at some point you get towards burnout, and then not having played, having played a conference championship, I think, did kind of be a it proved to be a burden. Not exactly. Uh, if you ask me, I think the twenty one team was stronger than the twenty two team. Really? You think so? I, I, felt, I felt like 22 was more of a roller coaster. Like the games weren't convincing. You know what? You got a point. You got a point. Like, even when they won, you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's like they really shouldn't have won. Like it's not like oh, yeah. dang, this team was they was playing lights out. Like they never really played a hundred percent. Cause you know, between mm-hmm. the ineligibility, the rough start, the injuries, it was like it was a roller coaster. Yeah, you, you gotta even it. though and they that's... did what they lose the first two and they went out, it's still like they weren't convincing. Mm. And I think that's that's what needs to change this year, honestly. Cause I'm Again, it's like you said, like as a, as last as twenty twenty one went on, you saw the team get stronger. But it was like as twenty twenty two went along, it's like you saw them struggle at times and everything because of ineligibility issues, because of the administration. And then you finally get towards the end of the season in the Florida Classic and you just see them take off and you're like, Where was this for a number of weeks? Like even even one that I was there for, Mississippi Valley game. They go in there, they pound Mississippi Valley to death, but they look sloppy as all can be doing it. That's a team that when you bring them to your house, you have to run away by 40. You have to. Yep. But hopefully especially on you know, homecoming. That part. That game, I should have thought they I should have thought they should have won that by 40. But hopefully this year, with everything being taken care of. And God willing, everybody get through gets through camp healthy. We see what we've been expecting finally, and not settling for nine win seasons, going after ten win seasons, a ten win season for the first time since the late nineties, capturing your third conference crown in a in a new conference, because that means what families won the SIAC, they won the MIAC, and then if they can win the MIAC, the SWAC this year, that would be three different conferences that you've won. Along with, if you can upset USF, that would be what? That would be your first win in Tampa since 1996. 
Obama just signed with the Sixers. I'm trying not to laugh. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, but yeah. Anyways, moving on over to the, the NFL. NFL. You know, we still haven't got Dalvin Cook signed. We still haven't had D Hop sign. Uh, it's pretty much the dead season right now. Players are on their summer vacation, essentially. Training camp starting up in a couple weeks. It's it's a rough little time for us NFL fans, you know. A couple guys get traded probably during training camp. Wouldn't it shock me if you see guys like Renfro, Jameis. Like, wherever an injury pops up between training camp and preseason, you'll see certain guys get moved to those spots. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, it wouldn't shock me if we see something coming a couple of weeks. But as of right now, you're not seeing much of anything. But, yeah, no, I'm, you know, I'm very surprised that Hopkins has not been picked up yet. I'm very surprised. I feel I felt he would have been a Patriot by now. I don't know what's taking so long. Uh, and then, you know, Dalvin Cook, I'm just – I'm wondering, you know, hopefully there's – not something else there. The one thing that the only criticism I can really point to is did NFL GMs look at Travis uh oh my gosh, not Travis Johnson. Travis Rudolph. Did NFL GMs look at Travis Rudolph's Instagram live when he got the, the guilt the not guilty verdict and see Dalvin Cook in the background where they skeptical of that seeing Dalvin Cook like in the backyard partying with Travis Rudolph. his friend. Yeah like did they on that I mean, look. They, if well, you are, Zeke Elliott's still a free agent too, so it's most of the running backs who were free agents this year. Like once they cross twenty six, it's just hard for them to get a job, and it's wrong. But like, I, I don't know why NFL teams are like that. They little get they like little guys who work in an office, little desk in the closet, not even a closet, storage cabinet. Dictate who they sign. Gives a little number mm-hmm. sense, though. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. I mean, I, I still, honestly, I still feel like Dalvin Cook has a lot in him. Leonard Fournette is someone I'm not surprised to see that hasn't been signed yet. Who else? Zeke, I'm not surprised to see that as well. And honestly, I, I, I will say, I call me crazy, but I feel like all the running backs in the NFC South right now are better than Leonard Fournette as far as from a durability and dependability standpoint. No word, so I know he agrees. Because I know he's – I know I... he's thinking right now Kamara is definitely better than Fournette. Oh, no, no question. Kamara's issue is that legal situation. His court case – him and Marcus May's court cases are like within six days of each other between the 25th and 31st, some of that. Mm-hmm. Like the last week, first, either the last week of July or the first week in August is when their court cases are. Hmm. Interesting. It's actually funny that you mentioned that we actually do hit on running backs because I'm in a, or well, we are in a sweat group chat. On Instagram. Yeah, so Kamara's trial is July 31st. Mm. But yeah, so we're actually in a sweat group chat on Instagram. And so 
they were actually talking about this. They were like, you know, has Dalvin Cook been signed yet? Has, you know, Zeke been signed yet? Has Fournette been signed yet? None of those guys have been picked up. But I will say, though, a lot of the Louisiana folk in that group chat, they give, they, they, they give the Saints a lot of love and a lot of conversation. That's a lot of Southern, probably. Southern grambling, you know. And I'm sitting here thinking about it. I'm like, I kind of want to pass this over to, to Ace and let him just, like, go crazy in here. Hmm. What am I getting set up for now? You're not getting set up for anything. I just want you to, I want, I want you to go in there and just handle and rep, and rep the Saints like you know how. Oh, in the group chat. Uh, mm, I'm, I'm still not happy with them right now. They need to earn, earn me back after that second half last year. Boy. Or not second half, that whole last year, bro. I have I have zero expectations for this team, so I can't talk any 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 squats on them, any any hey, any you knows on them. I'm gonna say it like this: within that sweat group chat on Instagram, there are a lot of people that have a lot of high hopes for Derek Carr. I will say this: okay, if anybody besides the Saints win the NFC South, Derek Carr got to get fired, <laughs> and Derek Carr, you have one year. They better draft a quarterback in that first round. He gets up to week 12 to be a starting quarterback of the next season. That's it. It's win the NFC South or bust. Win the NFC South and a playoff game, actually. But we won't get into the playoffs yet. Because um, hey. <clears throat> Derek Carr hasn't won a playoff game in his career yet. So, like, everybody's talking about him being the next year. Breeze. Well, you know what? Earn, 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 earn your respect. Ace has put his foot down. I've never seen this out of you before with the Saints. Man. I was so fed up after this year. I'm surprised. Wait, bring that bring that one back up. It, it was about to come up. Yeah, no, literally, he just, like, put his foot down. Like, just, just he need to be fired. If he doesn't do that, if you don't go. win, you got to go. The NFC South is so bad. Like your team has the most vets on it, the most continuity on it in terms of roster. Like it is when the NFC South or your head coach you gotta go. So and the whole Sean Payton thing gotta redo itself. So let me ask you this now, because I don't think that this I don't think the Saints gonna be bad enough to where they get a top five pick. No, so no, it's gonna won't. be like it's going to be like, look, if you're not good enough or if you're bad this season, it's like you're going to be oh, stuck in a spot where it's like you can't get a quality quarterback and you're just going to have to settle for something else. So you may have to just ride with Derek Carr and bring him back. And then outside of that, you're still going to probably have to bring Jameis back too, although I feel like Jameis needs to get out of the NFC South. Jameis James probably going to get traded before September. No, you think so? If somebody gets sir, like a quarterback gets sir in another team, I think he will be the first person they're gonna be they're gonna be calling the Saints for him. Like how like it's not like the Teddy Bridgewater situation per se, but like they know mm. like if they got an older quarterback or whatever and you like I don't trust their health too much. Cause that's the best quarterback they would get. So like a team, let's say I don't wanna say Seattle. 
Exactly, but like if Gino got hurt, mm-hmm. they're calling Jameis immediately because it's better than Drew Locke. If a team like Denver, let's just say Denver, there uh, Russell Wilson got hurt, I'm sure Sean Payne will be calling for Jameis. I mean, I, oh, oh my gosh, oh no, he's in Atlanta now. And That's my right. boy back, he's back. Saints forever looking for the next Drew Brees, Drunk's aka back. still hit the next day. Oh. Man, cuts man preach up. Preach. They're still looking for that Drew Brees. For Drew Brees was a miracle. He was a once in a generation type thing. The thing is, what's that funny? Will never, I, I, 100% sure that will never happen. Here we go. You see, you know what's funny about it? I always, I always, I always say this. What if Nick Saban had never looked him over? That's that's a thing too. That shakes up a whole lot of stuff. That shakes up the SEC. That shakes up the Miami Dolphins. That shakes up the Saints. The AFC East, the NFC South. Exactly. It shakes because up. Because does, does Brady win a couple Super Bowls that he probably wouldn't have won if he didn't beat up on that sorry AFC East for years? Probably not. He probably he would have won some, but he probably wouldn't have won as many. Oh, I'm gonna get into that. I'm gonna get to that drunk. Patience with your brother. We're gonna get to that. We will. Wait, I'm gonna have a whole. Got, I'm gonna have I'm, a party time on that. We're gonna have, have a party with that. We 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 will be getting to um bull bull getting cut. We will be getting to that. that. Is that that was the best part of yesterday's news? Damn. I was like that bum off my team. Let's go. But actually, in speaking of wanting to get out and being released and stuff. So Buda Baker actually has requested a trade, but he has stated that he will be at Cardinals training camp when it's time to report. So my thing is this, it's like, I'm sure the Cardinals are still shopping for offers for him because honestly, it's, it's like, Oh, you'll probably get traded for like a third. Probably. And in, by the way, let me know. But yeah, let, let me know in the comment section if y'all saw it. Ace, I don't know if you saw it, but like in season hard knocks with the Arizona Cardinals, if you just if you look at how much heart and passion for the game that Buda Baker has and how much he just left on the field, the man literally messed up, jacked up his ribs, jacked up his wrist, just playing injured, sprained had, had a high ankle sprain, and is literally just giving his all on the field for a team that is just so sorry, just has nothing left to fight for. Every week, things are getting worse and worse and worse. Speaking of what? hard knocks, we got to talk about the uh, the Jets getting forced on it. But like, Did they really? I'm going with the Buda Baker. Yeah, they're going to get forced with it. Well, because nobody it. wants it, but that this is what you're going to get because they gave you like five or six primetime games. You are going to get hard knocks, and you're going to like it. It's essentially what Goodell's saying. But, yeah, continue with Buda Baker. Yeah, no, I was just saying, like, it's it's just like you look at how much passion he has for the game and how much effort he's giving, and in turn, he's not getting that out of the staff or out of his teammates. Maybe J.J. Watt and a couple other guys, but not all of them. And it's just you just look at it and you're like, yeah, he needs. They need to get him out of there. Do right by him. Do something. Because this, you know, this- your team, 
keep going, keep going. Oh no, I mean my 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 tirade's done, but I was just gonna say, you know, that's why I think he does need to be traded. I was gonna say when your team has less home wins than the Super Bowl champions in your own stadium, like yeah, your team is sorry. Facts. Straight facts. Um he has this year to prove it, and then I'm gonna give him the bust. He's yeah, a disappointment as of right now, but he does have some good plays, but he wasn't being utilized properly. So it, they have a defensive head coach now. So if he doesn't get the best out of him now, this season, yeah, he was lost. That's but the other thing. You look at Vic, Vic Mangio just wasn't Jonathan, it. Oh, yeah. yeah let's see what Jonathan Gannon does. Yeah. Cliff Kingsbury just, he honestly just like, I don't get it. Like, why? Why was he brought... that job to begin with? Exactly. He should honestly. Now he should have stayed at Texas Tech. And the fact that he got fired, I felt that the best thing for him probably would have been to go to New England and be an assistant if he was that serious about, you know, being he in knew, what, USC. Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, I think he went to USC to be with um, Lincoln Riley. You. I be, you know, I believe it. That that's not a surprise either. That sounds about right. Let's see. Cliff Kingsbury actually hey, is the assistant the, coach at USC. Yeah. Geez. Wow, he made it from 2009 all the way to geez. Did, wow. Hmm, interesting. Would have never thought he would have made it that long. But yeah, so honestly, my thing is he he just didn't seem ready for the NFL personally. Um, and there's a whole lot of drama just going on in Arizona. I can see why Arizona's also got some of the worst facilities in the league, too. Is you know, enough of me spoiling it. If well, honestly, I guess too at this point, if you haven't seen it, you just you probably aren't gonna watch it, but it's definitely worth a watch if you haven't just for something to hold you over until football season gets here. Highly recommend it. Cool. Now, on the other hard knocks, yeah, so the no, nobody wants it, right? They think it would be a distraction to the team and whatnot. So the NFL is saying, all right, we're going to force it on one of you guys, and it's 99% sure it's going to be the Jets because, you know, Jets got all the primetime games, Aaron Rodgers, Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. You know, they got, they got, they got marketable and – media not media driven but high media profile guys who they can make money off of um not really because it's the summer vacation right now for teams like by training camp i give it by end of july he'll be with somebody i don't think it'll be the titans or the patriots neither of those teams he is really a good fit I, I still definitely think it'll probably be Buffalo. I, I think it'll be Buffalo. I can't imagine the Titans, honestly. The pa- the Patriots feel more realistic than the Titans. But yeah, Buffalo ooh, Buffalo would be wild. Especially with Stephon Gilmore. I feel, I feel like with with Diggs being so mad at them. Remember Diggs was mad earlier. Gilmore, Stephon Diggs. Jeez. But yes. You're right. Keep going. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, yeah, so, like, with Diggs mad at them for, like, playoff failures, I wouldn't be shocked if he could force a way for D-Hop to come on the team. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Or if yeah. Tyreek Hill gets suspended for his alleged stuff. I wouldn't be shocked if he's a Dolphin. That would be Hell, wild. Baltimore, Baltimore might surprise you. That one, someone actually mentioned that to me a few days ago. Someone was like, you know, if he's not a Patriot, he definitely should be a Dolphin. Or, I mean, a Raven. Well, a Raven. A Raven, well, yes. Like if Lamar just wants to say, okay, guys, can I get one more wide receiver? One more wide receiver to compete in practice with Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard in that secondary. Oh, you mean in the Dolphins? Yeah. <laughs> it would probably be the only guess. At that point, I'm gonna say that if the Dolphins get if the Dolphins get Desha- De- DeAndre Hopkins, to a better ball out this season. He got to stay healthy. Yeah, he needs to stay healthy, but he better ball out because at that point you got three wide receiver number ones. There's no excuse for you to be a first round exit, even if two is injured. There's no excuse. You have to. In no world am I a primetime free agent or in sign with Tom Brady, Tom Brady's Patriots. Yeah, no. That, yeah, especially that when they just paying Devontae Parker, I doubt it happens. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. I, I still don't see how Devontae Parker keeps getting paid because he's like the most overrated mid wide receiver out there. But like, dang, I, I don't see that happening. Yeah, yeah, see, I, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go to New England. I wouldn't go anywhere near Boston unless it were for basketball purposes. I would not go up there, and especially now. So, at this point, if I'm DeAndre Hopkins, I'm either going to Miami or I'm going to Baltimore. And right now, Baltimore seems like more of a winner. Because you got a chance now, better than any, in my opinion, to capture the AFC North. I don't know. Let's see, why, why you guys... Y'all can't just do the cold. No, I am not going near that cold. You're right. I can't. Honestly. I was gonna D Hop D Hop play. It was South Carolina native. Played college ball in Clemson. Played first what eight years of his career, or whatever, in Houston. Houston. Played the next two years of his career in Arizona. That man is not a cold person. Yeah, no, you're right. That's and see that, and I'm glad that Ashton said that because for one, I know for darn sure I'm not a cold person. I know for sure you ain't a cold person. And I know for sure DeAndre Hopkins ain't a cold person either. So that's why I don't – I think, like I said, I think the furthest he'll go is Baltimore. I think that's the furthest mm-hmm. he goes. So I, 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 I can't see, see Buffalo. I, I look at Buffalo sometimes when I'm sitting here at home and just – I look at it and I'm like, ain't no way. Ain't no way. So, yeah. Now – I don't see nobody in Florida signing him. I don't see nobody in Louisiana. Don't see nobody in Georgia. Texas, I doubt the Cowboys sign him. Mm-mm. He, nah, they got, they, yeah, I don't think he goes back to Houston, the way how that ended. Mm-mm. So yeah. nobody in Texas. He, he just left Arizona. He ain't going back. California, maybe. But with the Chargers just drafting Quentin Johnson, doubt is the Chargers. Raider, Rams look like they're heading into a soft rebuild. 
But like, if they lose this year, that's a rebuild for them coming. So I doubt he will go play with Cooper Cup. San mm-hmm. Francisco, they got Debo and Ayuk, so it's not California. Kansas City, like, but that's if if Justin Ross is healthy. I mean, they got Tony Ross. They they their whole wide receiver core is Kelsey, and a bunch of question marks of health. Because if they're all healthy, like a hundred percent healthy, well, damn, that's a pretty good wide receiver core. Yeah. But if they're not healthy, that is a terrible wide receiver core. Facts. It, so I can see Kansas City too, because he wants to play with her Mahomes. So that's not terribly far up north. Yeah, see, so yeah, anything honestly below Yeah, that makes sense. Any of those would do, realistically speaking. Let me see how far north is Maryland and Kansas City. So yeah, Kansas City and Baltimore about like Kansas City's just a little bit farther south, I want to say. No, it's actually like if you take a line, you draw it straight across. It's pretty level with Baltimore. The only difference is you got with one, you have a breeze coming in off of the Atlantic in the wintertime. Yeah. That's about and the other it. one is the river, I think. And Kansas City have a river? I think it's. I don't know how far the Mississippi stretches, but I think it might be the Mississippi. No, it's not a river. It, no, what is that? Is the Missouri River they have? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but with that, I don't know. Are we transitioning into hot topics now for the amusement. Talk about some, yeah, let's talk about some hot topics and bowl bowl. <laughs> so I'm gonna let you go ahead. Oh yeah, we got a new background by the way. Hot topics. Hiya. Okay, exactly. but cool. But since we're talking about basketball first, see the basketball one. Uh, you can't really tell. Jordan and Kobe. Yeah, but you can't tell with us there. All right. Well, then you got to do. Where's it at? You got to do this one. This one's not bad. No, I told you I'm, I'm full of tricks. Gonna, I'm just, I, I'm just gonna screw around. You know, we got to have all our backgrounds being shown off. Exactly. Dude, I'll tell you, I'm full of tricks tonight. Mm-hmm. You're the trickster? Nah. Anyway, mm-hmm. so yes, yeah, so a bull bull being cut. Mm. Glorious day yesterday, I tell you. When he got, when I heard that, when I got that Woj tweet, man, I was like, yes. That dude, he does not know how to play team defense, has zero basketball IQ, can't shoot from outside, and it's just like, when you watch him play, like actually watch him play like a game and not the highlights, you're like, oh god, this thing is terrible. This guy's terrible. <laughs> like he had that, and so you know how like we had a win sanity in 2012, right? This man had mm-hmm. bowl sanity in November. He looked like an actual NBA player in November because teams hadn't seen him before, and like Chet mm-hmm. and Wemby have never played a game in the NBA, so teams didn't know what to do with him. And December hit. Teams figured him out so fast. He was unplayable. Like, he got COVID in, I want to say, January, February. He didn't play a game after that. He was getting limited minutes, and it was brutal when he did play. That's wild. That's All right, crazy. cool. We talked about Bull Bull. He's I'm gone. I don't worry. The, the Cavs now have a dream young free agent target. Who? The and bowl bowl. 
Everybody's every every every. That's the only you know the sad part with that was, only time the media would talk about the magic was Bobo, and this dude sucked. And I was like, please stop. But ESPN had the audacity to say he was a starter and he wasn't even a starter. Here's another one. Lakers news. Houston Rock. Lakers enters free agency. Everybody wants Bobo, but he sucks. Every every team wants Bobo, and I'm like, this dude actually sucks, guys. Like, don't waste your time. I'm I'm fi- I find this very very interesting. It's I'm like the Cavs and the Lakers. But you really think that Bol Bol is gonna play with LeBron? Remember when hey. Ace betrayed me? Bol hey, Bol. I, 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 I was I was on a meme roll with that. You tried to swindle that man. <laughs> you tried to swindle that man. Mm-hmm. That's why he's laughing like that. You see, you see how, how he giggle like that. That's when you know he tried to get somebody. Tried, he, little hustler, <laughs> just little hustler. Uh, uh-uh. if Damian Lillard goes to Miami, I bet JP's gonna be the first one. Nah, honestly, dude. To be honest with you, my first jersey that I well, actually, my first jersey was a Shaquille O'Neal jersey. I want him. I want the Lonzo Mourning jersey. I, with the here's with the NBA. I'm more of a nostalgic person. I can't get behind the new jerseys. If I get one, it's got to be nostalgic. You're an old person. Just say that, bro. You you old. Of course, you're right, because I think the game of basketball is not what it used to be. Hmm. Damon Lillard, oh, Damon Lillard he, he nice. He nice, but I don't think i get a jersey. I don't think I, I wouldn't get a jersey. See, he got see, see drunk. I wouldn't. I can't say the Magic gonna go after Dame now because they just drafted a point guard again. So I, I seriously doubt Dame goes to the Magic. So it's a it's a wash with that. So we could pretend I didn't spit a hustle. <laughs> oh, that was good times. Good times. So who are you gonna try to swindle now for some draft? Like not not draft picks, but in your fantasy league, we gonna what, what's, what 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 scrub I'm gonna try to trade? Yeah. It's not even cool to wear an NBA jersey to the NBA game. Is right, it? I'll be honest, I've never, I've never worn an NBA jersey to a game. I was with the hoodie. I'm actually intrigued by this now. So wait, tell me more because honestly, I haven't been to an NBA game since Dwayne Wade and Shaq. I've Wade and Shaq. It, yeah, no, but, dude, it, it's been that long. Okay, I'm about to say not Kobe and Shaq. I'm like Wade. Really? I'm times. Okay, like, that's what oh six. This was like 0506. Yes, like that was the last time I went to an NBA game. I've been dying to go back, but all right, we need to take you to a magic game. Yeah, hey, look, I'm down, but yeah, no, that's that's crazy though. I don't what why is that though? But it... yeah, I've never worn an NBA jersey to a game, it just it just doesn't feel right, you know. Wow, like hockey games, it's okay to go with a sweater because it's cold, of course. And NFL jerseys, like, I guess. Of course, that that makes. Ever since Iverson retired, NBA jerseys have been for a bit. Damn, where have I been? Golly, I I don't I didn't even think or know about that. So I need drunk to continue to explain that because yeah, I wasn't around. Shoot, yeah, intrigued me because I did not know that. I'm gonna dig a little bit more when we get off air too, because that man, what? Hmm. So yeah, so uh, some things going on, right? What's what's your thoughts on Chet Holmgren? You know, the upgraded 
So, Bobol was the... I don't want to say Dollar Trip, uh, not Trift Store, but like, good. Um, yeah, I'm forgetting the name of the place now. You know, the place down by Columbus, the human night, uh, where they donate clothes and stuff like that. So, Salvation uh, Mission Place. It's not Salvation Army, the other one yeah. there. But, anyways, it was just go Salvation Army. Okay. Bobo was the Salvation Army stuff of like a tall, lengthy, big man who can do everything. Chet Holmgren is like the Walmart brand. And Wemby, as of right now. NBA jerseys suffered from too much success in the early 2000s and have never recovered. You know what? That makes sense, too. That makes a lot of sense because, honestly, everything that was from the early 2000s and from the 90s was very popular. That I think when they rolled out with all this new stuff, people just weren't trying to buy it. So that, that no, makes the, sense. The, the jerseys are so generic now. They lack creativity. They are. Like, if you look at the AI jerseys from, like, 2001, it is so much better looking than what you see nowadays. You want nowadays, really... everything is this minimalism stuff, and it's just, like... You want me to really go get it? Because I have one. I go get have... it. Give me a second. I'm going to close out. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to BS talk here. So, you know, it's it's kind of a thing where you're, like, Everything's minimalist. You don't have much creativity in the design. It's like, look at this logo right here with the Brooklyn Nets. It's just a basketball with the letter B in it. Like Toronto Raptors, I think, is like a great example of it where they used to have like an actual dinosaur with the ball in his hand. That was just a ball with some claw marks. Atlanta Hawks actually used to be a hawk. Now it's just like a little circle with a little hawk face on it. Miami Heat used to be a ball with the hoop and being 3D and whatever, but now it's just like, eh. That logo hasn't changed too much since the LeBron era. This man actually brought it. Did you really just bring me back? Before I can even say... (laughs) All right. No, so he got a point, though. So, Exhibit A, we look at this. Find me a jersey better than this. I'll get into that. Buy me a jersey present day. That That is so much better than the Sixers' current jerseys. We talking about practice. Yeah, that's peak jerseys. Exactly. That's exhibit A. We come to exhibit B. You got exhibits, bro. Oh, no. Oh, we're going to be here for a minute. This one's still kind of dirty, so I'm not going to show you the front. But, well, actually, I don't think you can really see it from that far back. Yeah. Oh, you got a mellow jersey. And the thing is, these weren't even mine. These were my these are my sis, these are my sisters. But yes, these these were legit back then. Nike. Hmm. How about that? That's exhibit B. The colors are better too. I'm gonna Bam, you got a collection. <laughs> Drunk said bro came back with the hangers and everything. Dude, this is literally why I'm just like at this point, I do not see fit to if I buy a jersey, I'm buying it. Like I said, if I buy a jersey, I'm buying Alonzo Morning or even like I like. I'm not even a fan of the. I'm not even a fan of the Jazz, but I liked the old Carl Malone jerseys. I love that. I'm a fan of the nostalgic stuff. I'm even do one. This was mine. I used to wear this. Mm, look at that colors. Those colors were crisp back then. Exactly. No Reebok too, man. Bam, man was a different era. Dude, I wore this thing every day after they won the title in 06. And then, last but not least. 
The OG Cavs LeBron jersey. Oh boy. Oh wait, is that? I, I'm just not seeing Drunk's comment. Wait, wait, bring that back. Bring that back. Billy Iverson, Mello was hood class. Dude, yes. And then you want to know the crazy thing about it too? So I had a black Vic jersey that I don't know what I did with it when I was a kid. And I had the Vicks, the shoes that Nike made. Like, make no mistake, I'm a Bucks fan, but every kid in the hood had a, had a Vic jersey. Literally. You, you can't tell me different. Cause I, I'll bet you, even though he probably is a Saints fan, but I know he probably had a big jersey. I know he did. Me? I was no, like four with Michael Vick's prime. Oh, Ashton? About, no, I'm about drunk. drunk. Well, Vic, my, I was Ashton, drunk the Saints fan. Ashton probably did too. Mellow and Iverson jerseys were so popular that you could wear a clearly fake one and still be lit. <laughs> Is that so true? Because it's like, dude, no, you had to have an Iverson jersey. Like, I had an Iverson Bro, jersey. If you, you want to see jerseys, look at the difference between the Magic jerseys and the Penny era, Penny Shaq era, to the jerseys now. Dude, look, wait till I get back to Port Orange. I'm going I'm to bust something out for you. You're going to be like, what? And then you, you, were talking about the, you were talking about the Raptors ones, too. You ain't seen nothing, man. You just, you just don't know. Number seven, but, pick no name. Still got chicks. Oh see now God. you got me. See now you got me going. I had a number seven jersey with no Vic name, dollar store, and still got chicks. <laughs> Bro, we need Hendrix right now. We need Hendrix right now because that's just so funny. Hendrix ain't, Hendrix ain't coming for another half hour. I know, but that's so wild because that's so true. Oh my gosh, I love how this one this turned into show until. Hold up, one sec. Give me a sec. I'm gonna see if I got. I'm gonna see if I got. You got me. Hey, see, no, see, A's got me going now. So hold on, I'm gonna be right back. I'm gonna see. We're gonna get this all the old, all the old guys going. We're gonna the teach tonight. Hold on. All right, back to um this one. I think it is right. Yeah. So while it's just me, address Jalen Suggs being a bus. Hmm. Okay, in a bus, the number five overall picks, I guess. He is at this point in time. But if you look at Marcus Smart's second year, even though he was, I want to say, pick 14. Uh, yeah, he's he's got better stats than Marcus Smart at this point in his career. And then shooting 38% from three, I think the last three months of the season or last two months since February, I believe he was shooting 38% from three. So shooting percentage went up from three to 10%. So. There's still signs of hope, but you know, with the drafting of Anthony Black, it's kind of like he's literally a bigger, taller, more polished, and a higher IQ version of Jalen Suggs without a shot. So Jalen at this point is a better shooter, as bad as that is, but you have to think they drafted Anthony Black, because I feel like they're going to have to make a decision. It's, it's going to pain me, but I feel like I had a tweet out today. It's like, Markel and Cole got to be magic lifers. But, you know, deep down in the back of your head, you're like, one of these guys isn't going to be on the team next year between Kel, Suggs, and Cole, given that they drafted two guards this year. So you're like, well, if it had to be between any of those, any of those three guards, it'd probably be Cole. But then Cole just brings so much to the locker room. You're like, 
probably be Suggs, even though his defense is so good. Oh my god, this man brought more jerseys. I'm back. Mr. Old Man back with more jerseys. So, oh my god. This is the last basketball jersey I'm gonna show. So this evening I'm gonna get back to this drunk. I'll come back to this in a minute. It's like Continue. a Jordan, it was like a Jordan brand North Carolina type deal that he came out with back then. It was pretty legit though. It was legit Air Jordan. So it was, it was nice. It's not exactly my, but it might ooh, it might fit now though. I'm gonna take this back with me. You could probably pull some with that. Uh, oh, dude, look, next, let me stop. Yeah, I know what you're gonna say. What's not? You know, I was about to say something, but let me stop. Now, this one was my own personal. Now, see, this this is where me and Drunk gonna get along. Had the old Falcons, I had the black one, but I don't know what happened to it. I, I think I think it got worn out, but yeah. Yeah, yes, that's it right there. It was the homecoming. Yes. Yep. But yeah, so this one was special too. Had this look. The Reebok jerseys. Oh my now I'm going back to being a child. Remember when the iPod I I literally had this and a Cadillac Williams jersey. I had no shame at all. I was like, look, I'm gonna rock me a Michael Vick jersey. Yes, man. Look. It was. It, it it was it still is, dude. Oh man! And then I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with a major throwback now. Well, not even a major throwback. Well, first, I'll show off the Peyton Manning jersey. Mm. You gotta have. I'm I'm blessed to have two. Yes, no, it does give me chills too. But yeah, I am blessed to say that I own two Hall of Fame quarterbacks jerseys. I own a Manning Colts jersey and a Brady Bucks jersey. Yeah, man, the old Eagles uniforms were pretty nice. Now they're like, mm, no, well, yeah, they are now, but like they redid the logos in the end zone. You're just like, now see, now with this one, drunk, and if, and if, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Where's Will Ashton? No, not oh, Ashton. Will. Do, oh, yeah, yeah, Will's still, watch- Will's still here. If we'll still watch them, I'm going to I'm I'm blow your mouth with this one. They know what that is. They know what it is. But, yes, have that one as well. I ain't going to lie, bro, Jersey Collection is crap. Yeah, dude, honestly, this isn't even all of them either. This isn't even all of them. You got a bigger collection than I do. Dude, I'm telling you, it's – Honestly, I will say I there drunk if there is one that I really do want. Yes. Yes, it is. That is Lin Swan. That is Lin Swan. Mm-hmm. If there is one that I do want though, it's um I would like an Emmett Smith jersey. I would like to have a uh, Lawrence Taylor jersey too. And if I can get my hands on a creamsicle Doug Williams jersey, I would be happy. Now you would only see me at weddings in the lens one years. <laughs> You'd have to inform me on that one. I don't get that one. It, I think it's because Len Swan used to do ballet classes to like help him with like doing like toe taps. His balance. Yeah. yeah, with his balance, right. like how he was toe tapping and stuff. Like, he was toe drag swag before toe drag swag was toe drag swag. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get but, it. That makes sense. 
clipped out. But all right, yeah, that's that enough of me control. just that's enough of me showing off jerseys and stuff. But um, yeah. All right. So back to this question: Is Cole Anthony or Jalen Suggs one got to go right now? Who out? Right now, if you had to put a gun to my head and make me pick, I'd probably say Cole is the one who's gone because of the contract. Because him and Markel are both free agents next season. But if you ask me next season who it is and Cole's got an extension already, I'd probably say Cole keeps and Jalen goes. But, yeah, right now it would be Cole's probably the one who goes. And you have Anthony mm-hmm. Black as the point backup point guard to develop him in. And then you start Markel and Jalen for right now and then probably be Kellen Blacker, Kellen Suggs next year. All right, now finish with that. Back to the hot topics. So, time. so one thing I have to ask you is: is this? Well, first things first. Shout out to LSU winning the national championship in three games. Um, Joey Chestnut mm-hmm. captured another hot dog eating contest. But it's okay though. We're gonna have Ace train and Ace is gonna be ready for Joey next year. No problem. <laughs> and then as well too, uh so well we ain't gonna we ain't gonna call it we ain't gonna call it that. We're gonna call it the continuation of Juneteenth celebration day. The the day off day. So what was it what did Ace have at the cookout yesterday? Uh I made ribs, some barbecue chicken. Potato, uh, not potato salad, pasta salad, and some bread, dog bread. Nice and clean, in and easy. Okay, okay. I mean, he knew what I threw down. I, you know, I had a big old crab boil, so. Mm. Mm. <laughs> See? See? But homie wanted to make ribs, so man didn't want to come over. But it's Okay. It's okay. You ain't give me no invite. What you mean? You just said you made ribs. Well, yeah. I gotta eat something. So if you so you was gonna make the ribs and then come over. You never know. Air conditioning struggling in this house. I don't even go get some food somewhere. Free food is free food. Abnormally air conditioning struggling in this house too. I'm Everybody's air conditioning is struggling in all of Florida right now. Pretty sure the entire South, every air conditioning unit is struggling. The thing was at like 115 outside today. I felt I bad for the air conditioning. And it's and everywhere in Tampa got rain except us. And I'm like, what the hell? We didn't even get rain. I was like. It's wild times, man. But um, the other thing, too, is ESPN had a multitude of layoffs. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's because some somebody. Bank to pay McAfee. Yeah, someone did hint at that, that Pat McAfee's coming over and stuff, and then, you know, Stephen A. Smith talking about something, even I'm not safe, which I think is crap, because I think he's no, coming he's over. No, he's not going. He, he... Yeah, it's either, it's either the McAfee deal that's going to bankrupt them, or they about to send a bring Trump for Shannon Sharp. Now, I ain't going to lie. Stephen A. and Shannon Sharp might be actually legendary stuff. Did he freeze? No, I didn't. I'm sorry. He got so focused, he just stopped moving. He's like, "Hey, dude, honestly, that's the that's the ninja in me." So is that? I just said it like as a probability, but I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I was like, if they actually, I I wouldn't shock me if they sent that big Brinks truck truck for Unk. But you know, 
Shannon and Stephen A would just be it'd be pretty good to say the least at least it would be that would be a much better first take than when when he was with Skip Bayless or when he was with Max Kellerman if Shannon hit Stephen I I hey I rather see him without Stephen A okay I don't get that one me neither. I assume there's a typo in here. Probably. If Shannon hit ESPN, I don't want to see him with Stephen A. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, you mean like keep them separate? Yeah. That's right. Mm. I can see them collaborating them for maybe first take during football season, but that's it. Not like anything else. And I, I, I don't think Shannon's got enough repertoire to handle like basketball to an extent. Because his whole basketball thing is just LeBron, and that's it. And that's why Undisputed didn't talk a lot about basketball. While ESPN, it's all, it's the Lakers a lot, but it's also the Knicks, Philly, Boston. It'd be two persons going at each other. Yeah. Them is two alphas, you know? Well, Skip and Shannon were both alphas in their own right. And somehow Skip and Stephen A worked out for how long, so. It's not impossible. What's up, Warren? What East Cookout dinners? Dip she's still out here. He doesn't say I mean, my ribs and marked chicken. <laughs> That's wild. Um, but yeah, you know, as I stated to you earlier, two, two of the best teams in baseball collide for a three-game series, so Atlanta will be here Friday through Sunday to play the Rays. That's gonna be wild. Mm. What Chaz, day was that? Friday just through Sunday. Yeah, your boy Chad's gonna be in oh, the you house. Bum, you 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 bum self going back to Port Orange that weekend. So we can't team up for that. I'm gonna be there with Chad. What you mean? When? Friday night. You don't give me no invite. Look, look. Yeah, okay, you know I'm gonna be Friday. I didn't give him an invite for that America. I'm sorry. That one I should give him an invite for. <laughs> But see, the other question is: Is Stephen A. relevant on days? And if so, oh, it's six. Yeah, no, it is a six, honestly. Because first take, he's not relevant. But Stephen A. World, his podcast, and I think he's doing Good Morning America or something like that. Is he really? He's doing something else with ABC. I'm not sure what it is, but I know he's doing something else with that. He has his podcast, and he has Stephen A. World. So he's got other things going on, yeah. You know, so, but first take why it's like a zero because first nobody watches first take anymore. It's pretty bad. I just never and I think he's on vacation right now. You know, off season is just the backups are in, so nobody really pays attention. Yeah, I honestly, I will say that like, I just I don't know what it is. It's like I can't really get into first take because maybe it's just because I'm never home during that time. But I just, I don't know. I just now, since in. Max left, it's just been pathetic. Like, I can't stand Mad Dog, so I was... That, too. I really like, can't. As get, it's like, as you get older, you're like, this, they're more childish than you were. And their takes are so bad. It's just blatantly propaganda stuff that isn't even real, real sports takes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're like, like, do we really care about what they say? No. 
that that's true too. That's very true. Ugh. But all right, what else we got? That was it. We hit it oh, all. Wow. Any more we... questions before we head out? I doubt it. But if we do, hit it up before we go. But yeah, so that's gonna do it for us, folks. If y'all have any questions, you know, get them in. Hurry up and get them in before we do close out tonight. Um, hopefully we eventually find a top 25 in college football that we can actually re- rely on and depend on. Random off topic, but y'all seen Maze and Cameron sports show. Is I think another... her face will give you the answer. I don't know. I think it's 10 times better than first take. Does that come on Fox or, um, oh my gosh, what's the other nations that network on or Valley Sports? Does it come on Valley Sports by chance or? I'm going to Google it. I don't know. Hmm. Amazing Cameron. I, I will say, last time I watched that, McAfee was the Ann Rogers interview where Ann Rogers just went on a whole TED talk. And then eventually, by the end of it, said that he told the Jets he was coming. Mm, I haven't even listened to McAfee in a while. I just stopped. To be honest, I just stopped listening to people talk about it. It's just like. I honestly don't know where it comes on. I just see Twitter clips. It's on YouTube somewhere. Okay, yeah, okay, I'll I'll have to look for it. I'll definitely have to look for it because I dip and dabble. Yeah, I dip and dabble in everything and stuff. So, like, I'm willing to give it a shot and see what it what what all the hype is about. And see everything, but yeah, hmm. interesting. But yeah, folks, that's gonna do it for us this evening. Hope you've enjoyed. We hope you've enjoyed Ace giving his TED talk on why Bowl Bowl needed to go and why other teams don't need to pick him up. We hope you've enjoyed my jersey collection. Um, show and show and tell. Yes, exactly. Just show and tell. You know, um, realistically. See, see, J Peeps got the jersey collection. I got the shoe collection, but those shoes are old and much smaller. I'm about to say, see if you'd have said if, if you if you yeah, had said this is the current one addition to the jersey collection. Oh the Tatum Barbershops. That is the current addition to the collection. They're just chilling there for right now. Let me put my foot in my mouth. Let me sit. Jalen Slugs the bus. Salute fellas. <laughs> hey, you know Gonzaga plays aren't much of good anyway, so yeah. Wouldn't shock me. Oh, week. oh my goodness. But yeah, folks, you know, as always, you know, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. We hope you've enjoyed this video. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Y'all yes. know where to find us. Penalty Tucker everywhere except Instagram where it's throw flags. Yes. And even on Spotify as well. Uh, last week's episode and tonight's episode will both be on Spotify. So, as you know. And then also, too, don't go anywhere because in a few weeks we got NFL preseason videos dropping and stuff. It'll be a combination of me, this guy. It'll be a combination of me and Hendrix. And then it'll be a combination of me and Ace. It'll be, it'll be all of us and stuff, like dipping and dabbing. Somewhere Chad will be in it. Somewhere Flash will be in it. So, yeah, everybody's going to be in it. penalty tell gets in on the previews. Exactly. Everybody does. Just like we get in on the picks and stuff. But, yeah, folks, y'all stay safe. Y'all stay blessed. We will see you next week. We out.